Do you live a lonely, pathetic existence? Has it been too long since you were last choked? Do your loins ache for a partner who just fucking loves sucking toes? Then fetishdate.com is for you. We can guarantee that within 30 days, you will find another freak like you who is begging for a pegging. Whether your kink is gigantism, sitting on pointy objects, or onomatopoeia, we have the disturbed individual for you. Thanks to fetishdate.com, I now have a fiancé who goes fucking nuts removing my slides and sucking my size eights. Fetish date, you can't. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I love that you had to fucking personalise it specifically for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Unpaid Overtime. This week we're talking about life and all things in between. As usual, I'm joined by my esteemed colleagues Lou and Barney. Hello. 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 How's it going, chaps? All right. Thank you. Not bad, thanks. Fucking shattered. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I suppose we could just dive right in, really. I suppose the slightly prolonged absence of this week's episode is due to the fact that our Good friend Barney is now a dad. I am. Yeah. Look exciting times. Exciting stuff. Doing grown up things. You know. Grown up tings. Grown up tings. And uh yeah, it's it's an experience and though I wouldn't change it for the world, it's just an endless and bottomless pit of anxiety. Oh, um, God. <laughs> it's like uh my my son is completely healthy and happy and he's actually quite quiet he doesn't cry very much which is perfect it's more than we can say for lou it's more than we can <laughs> say for lou um in fact my child does cry less than lou on a daily basis um but yeah it's just the <laughs> he likes to play this game at three o'clock in the morning when he knows i'm listening to him where he just stops breathing for a bit <laughs> Um, and then sounds like sounds like a fun game. It's like for long enough for me to panic, and then he'd be like, <laughs> and then just continue. Um, like nothing's happened. And then he'll, and then just add insult to injury. He will absolutely fill his nappy. Um, but he he does it like an old man. It's not a cute little. <laughs> he follows through in style. So that's nice. that's fatherhood for you. Just yeah. Dealing with follow through. I mean, if there was ever an endorsement, if there was ever an endorsement for fatherhood, that's it right there. Yeah. yeah. What would you say the, the biggest change to your daily routine's been so far? Um, lack of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Too tired to elaborate. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, there's lack of sleep is one thing. Um, obviously, at the minute, we have lots of lots of people wanting to get in touch. Um, due to the baby, you know, I've seen family members I've not seen in years, but yeah, it's uh, it's good. I'd I'd recommend it to anyone that's that's in a position to do so. Um, it's good fun most of the time. 
most of the time. One hundred percent of the time, most of the time. Um, but yeah, no, as I say, I wouldn't change it for the world. It is, um, it's a, it's a real cool thing. Real neat. Oh, it's real neat. Um, I did uh, to give an example of the kind of fatherly things that uh, that you have to deal with. Um, I've dealt with a a baby turd in my hands quite recently. You know, I was changing him. I was changing him because you know he had he had made a mess of himself. We've all been there. And um, he and so as I was changing, he was getting a bit upset. So I picked him up, curled with him for a second, sand nappy, and this turned out to be a huge mistake because he he did he laid one right there in the palm of my hands. And, um, well, yeah, there's worse places he could have gone, I guess. Yeah, is, is that a picture? Yep, I'm showing you a picture. Can't yeah. really see it, thankfully. Oh well, well, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you properly later. But it's <laughs> it's a it's a big long turd. Nice. Um, and it, it, something that I didn't know is when a baby's first newborn, it's like tar. It's not. It's not regular poo. It's it's tar. <laughs> Is it like a hangover poo? Um, no, much less runny. Hmm. Um, but full of as much sadness. <laughs> it's a real shame that this is an audio-only podcast at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> the guys are really missing out. Uh, yeah. What did you think of my... Um, so for the listeners, I sent the other guys a picture of my son being born, basically. <laughs> how, uh, uh, how did you find that? you enjoy it? I mean, it, it it didn't, like, you made it sound like it was going to be a lot worse than it was, in all honesty. I yeah. I mean, I've been subjected to having to watch One Born Every Minute, so I was kind of prepared. <laughs> mm. I knew what was coming. Yeah. Um, but see, yeah, you see, it's, I... a, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I mean, it's... to clarify, this, this isn't, uh, I didn't send them a picture of the exit. Mm. I sent them a picture of his first, second, no, post-utero. Mm. And uh, and he he did look a bit like a bloody gremlin. Yeah, see, I don't watch uh, One Born Every Minute, and I yeah, it did look like a you know the behind the scenes of Alien where they show the chestbuster. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Just to clarify, I don't actually watch One Born Every Minute. It <laughs> yeah, was just you it was just a one off. You've joined TikTok <laughs> and you watch One Born Every Minute. I blame Lou for that. <laughs> yeah. I'll take full responsibility for the TikTok thing. Yeah. Like yeah, I've I've already Alex is already at the end of a tether with me talking about TikTok. It's just <laughs> it is just it's just Vine reincarnate, but I mean it's yeah, ten it's been ti- to- ten times, twenty times the content. It's been twenty four hours and she's already had enough. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I've I've got TikTok but I rarely use it. It's only I only really downloaded it because um, there was a there's a subreddit called TikTok Cringe, and more than cringy stuff, they actually post like some good content. And so I thought I'd have a look and, and see for myself if I could, what I can find in the wild. And um, but no, actually on TikTok, all I can really find is just cringe. <laughs> there's there's some real shit. Yeah, add me to the mix now. Even more yeah. shit. And what is your TikTok handle, Rich? Uh, it's at Richard underscore Cook 89. Wow. If you want to look at TikToks that revolve all about sneakers. I know I do. Yeah, you do. You're my only fan. <laughs> speaking oh, yeah, of only speaking fans. Of only fans. 
Oh, yeah, Lewis, new, what's your handle? Yeah, new, what's your new your new OnlyFans? Um, it is Ballbuster sixty nine. Uh, I post content uh, also about day. trainers. Um, oh yeah, also about all trainers, trainers. But um, it's all true. Slightly more not safe for work. NSFW it's videos of me wearing sneakers in the shower. Um, me drying out those sneakers. So there's a, there's varied content. It's like where where do it's you dry the sneakers? Do you wear them while you're drying them? No. So um, it's more of like a I tried to do something different with it. So it's kind of um, you know erotic content followed by tutorials. Okay. So it's almost like here's me fucking up these shoes, um, fucking and shoes. fucking up future job prospects by posting this video online, and then the following video is. Here are some tips on how to get them back into pristine condition. Okay. Oh, I think mm. I've seen those circulating around. I mean, I've only seen like the second half. People, um, you know, restoring shoes that have been yeah. inserted into one's anus. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've not I've not actually seen videos of the first of you know the uh, the first part of that process. So yeah, because I've actually um, well next week I'm actually releasing one uh, talking about shoes in anuses um it's it's how to solve that issue with suede because i think that's a, an issue that a lot of people have um suede's mm. notoriously difficult in, in in most circumstances anyway um but especially when you're ramming up your ass mm. Mm. yeah can i, I mean it imagine. just everything just clings to it mm, mm, really does yeah i mean it does create a good effect though if uh you know you can end up with suede that kind of looks like short dreadlocks um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What more could you want? So, Do you want to... <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that. can't get that image out of my head. <laughs> Just a fucking matted, a matted <laughs> clog of suede. Hey, didn't those shoes used to be white when you first got them? <laughs> and short head. <laughs> Claggy mess. Claggy. <laughs> Oh New Nike clinkers. So anyway, your son. Yeah. <laughs> He's great. Good. He's good fun. You guys good. haven't met him yet. No. But you, but you will, probably. Hopefully. Yeah. And uh and uh yeah, teach him all the all the bad habits that, that you know and love. Well, I've already we already brought him his first sneakers. We did. Um yeah. Uh Do they fit Rich? Uh yeah. Um oh. we no at the time yeah, he was um, wearing <laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, at the time he was wearing a baby grow and we've basically gotta put them on him when he's wearing socks. But since then he's not worn anything but baby grows. Um but he will do the outfit you bought him, which we're also very happy with, I think at this second is slightly too big. But that's good because that's something for him to grow into. Nice. Because uh, we don't have as many. I think you got like naught to three, whereas he's in like naught to one at the minute. Uh, okay. Fair uh, we are very thankful. But yeah, uh, Rich and his finance, they bought, <laughs> they bought um, a great pair of Jordans for, for my little one, and and he he loves them. Amazing, Lou. Let's talk about what you brought, Alex or Barney. Sorry. What the the McMuffins? Yes, yeah. let's talk about the McMuffins. 
I mean, it was a great. It, it's it's a great it's gift. Ingenious. I think it's a great idea um, for the listeners, uh, Lou. On uh, the day, the morning after my son was born, uh, he showed up my up at my door with some brownies, which were thankfully received, and also ten sausage and egg muffins wrapped in foil for me to freeze and eat over the course of well, however long I want to use them. Um, great gift. I have been eating them qu- quite regularly. I was going to say, there's, there's two questions that I have on this. Number one, how, what was the process that you went through, Lou? Because just I'm just keen to know, did you buy them the, like the day before, wrap them in foil, or did you buy them the morning of, then wrap them in foil? Like, What was the... Well, no, I, I made them. Did you actually made them? I actually made them. Wait, what? I thought I thought you bought them and wrapped them. No, no, no. I made them. I bought the muffins and I bought the sausage meat and the eggs and the cheese. Holy shit! I that see. Just, yeah, that I didn't, makes it I didn't, so much better. I didn't unwrap ten <laughs> McMuffins <laughs> and put them back into foil. That's even more impressive. I will yeah, say. Yeah. Wow. Um, they they look and taste exactly like actual McDonald's egg McMuffins. Oh, well, I'm if, glad to hear it. If they had been frozen and put in the microwave, I'm glad I to mean, hear it. Shit. Yeah, great gift. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen? Uh, I'm sorry to go to movie talk uh, on on this movie podcast, but uh, have you seen? There's a movie on the Netflix called The Mitchells versus the Machines. I've not seen that. No, it's so good. It's it's like a fun. It's a fun animated movie. It's from the same producers as Into the Spider Verse. Mm. You'd be interested to know. That sounds very interesting, actually. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, it's much like the Into the Spider Verse as a, you know, a mixture of uh, visual styles. Um, but no, it's really. Good. I'd recommend it. I enjoyed it. The comedy is spot on. Um, yeah, if you find yourself with an extra hour and a half or two hours, however long it is, then definitely check that out. Mitchell's versus the machines. Nice. I've um, I spent some of my evenings this week catching up on uh, Winter Soldier, whatever it's called, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, thoroughly enjoyed it actually. Have you finished so it yet? No, I've got a couple of episodes to go, which I think I'll probably do after we've finished recording. Um, but yeah, I think it's good. Next one's Loki, isn't it? It is. Uh, they're mixing it up. It's not It's not Friday releases anymore. It's Wednesdays. Is it? Because they did a little... Yeah, they did a little uh, announcement thing the other day where they, it was like Wednesdays are the new Friday. Um, I'm guessing it's probably to avoid... I don't know if there's probably going to be an overlap with the next TV season. I don't know what the next one is down the line after Loki, but potentially they might be doing Loki and then another one on Fridays, maybe. Okay. Be interesting um, to see. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Loki. quite yeah. like him as a character. Have you seen that there might be a new Fantastic Four? Well, this was the thing. I when Because you know they did that multi-mega trailer thing. Yeah. And then at the end, it obviously shows like marvel phase four before looks identical to the fantastic four logo and i was like when i watched i was like is that a little hint and i think yeah i think there probably is going to be one coming yeah um 
I'm really in two minds about it because Fantastic Four movies have always been kind of hit or miss, hasn't it? And is this going to be another reboot? Is this going to be a you know a third rendition? What I hear, Chris Evans is actually coming back as Reed Richards now. Chris Evans as Reed Richards. You're <laughs> I'm just lying. I'm taking the piss. <laughs> I wish I'd carried that on actually. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I can't remember. I think I have seen some casting murmurs. I can't remember off the top of my head who they were. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. I think um, the whole fourth phase looks quite decent. I'm just a bit disappointed that it's stretched out over the next three years. Mm. But that's just because I'm impatient. And impotent. And that as well. But that's a that's a story for another day. <laughs> Um, oh, also, Line of Duty. Have you guys watched watched that? Wait, spoilers. Uh, um, yeah, I've, I've only ever seen season four. Really enjoy it, but you hang on. Wait, what, <laughs> Lewis? Yeah, you started with season four. I was watching it with someone. That's why um, it was one of those things where, like, you start watching it because it's on, and then you just continue watching it because you're intrigued. Um, so I've never gone back to the start to watch it, but. I, I oh. learn something new about you every day, and start starting a series from season four is well. I've, I can better that. So I was speaking to my parents the other day. Oh, that is strange. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and we got onto the subject of Line of Duty, and I said they were like, "Oh yeah, you know, just really, we've been watching uh, the latest." And I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, how, what do you think about it? Do you think it all kind of links up?" And my dad turned around and he was like, oh, we've never watched it before. Just thought we'd get into it this season. I was like... From the last this, season? Yeah. I was like, Does, but surely nothing makes sense. And they were like, ah, oh, that probably explains a bit. They were like, well, and we thought they were just standalone. I was like, no, they all link together. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was quite enjoyable. That's insanity. Um, uh, speaking of uh, unusual... Unusual uh, quirks. Let's talk about uh, going back to Lewis. Um, you do you have a microwave yet? I do not. Microwave. When are you going to get yourself a microwave? Uh, I survived th- almost three years now without a microwave. I, I thought that was going to be a much more impressive number. Um. <laughs> me three years without a microwave is still fairly good. It. I mean, it is good, but. I don't know. It's it's just I don't I don't trust like that. You you need a microwave. Well, when are you going to get a printer, Barney? All right. Okay. I I don't have a printer. I had to use Richard's printer the other day. Um. I every time I need a printer, I think about it. Um. I look it up. I, I've probably added a printer to my basket on Amazon a hundred times over the last year. <laughs> Never bought it because I thought. Mm. I really use it that I wouldn't use it that often, and they're not cheap. I mean, the ink is almost as expensive as the printer. So very true. So very true. So Lou, if you didn't have a microwave, how would you warm up your sausage and egg McMuffins? He'd sit on it. I I wouldn't. I would struggle. That is is one of those. That is one of those um, situations where. A microwave is is pretty essential. So your own your own doing your I don't know if it's your own recipe or your own idea to make and freeze 
and microwave these egg McMuffins. Um, but yeah, you wouldn't. You'd. I guess you'd have to wait for them to defrost. Can, would you be able to reheat it in the oven, or would that just cook it further? I don't know. I guess you could just yeah stick it in the oven on low. I suppose. Yeah. Or wrapped in foil potentially stop the bread drying out. Hmm. Mm. So how how did this idea come to you, Lou? Because it is it's fairly groundbreaking to be honest. I never considered it, and it is handy just having a bag of <laughs> of McMuffins knocking around the freezer. Is this is this a TikTok trend? No, no, no. So it's it's something that I make for myself quite a lot because I enjoy eating them, and I can't usually be asked to drive to McDonald's. And yeah, I just thought you know, spending a lot of time with with your newborn, it'd be nice to have a bit of a uh, bit of food lying around. You don't have to prepare yourself. And it has been. I've yeah, I've been pretty much nonstop eating them whenever I could get away with it. If I'm awake before everyone else, I'll chuck a muffin in the freezer. I've not even told my other half about them. Are they, can we refer to them as McMuffins if they're made by Lou? Lou, uh, what's the name of them? Uh, fuck Muffins. Fuck Muffins. Fuck muffins. Okay. Chuck a is, fuck muffin. Isn't that what mouth. you call your ass cheeks, Lou? No, they're my fuck buns. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck your fuck meat between my fuck buns. Your back tits. <laughs> that line works 0% of the time. Yeah. I've tried I mean, persistently. Yeah. You've never asked me. Well, we've, one of us has always been asleep. True. Don't need to ask. <laughs> Disclaimer. We've got that on record now. <laughs> See the FBI burst through your door as you finish that sentence. Yeah. They're, they're always fucking listening. <laughs> they're not, just for clarity. I've done nothing wrong. They might be. Well, they might be, yeah. Um, Talking about trends... Should we talk about a little bit about Dogecoin? Mm-hmm. Sure, let's do it. Well, obviously, at the time of recording, uh, this recording is happening just after, or a few hours after Saturday Night Live, which was yeah. obviously hosted by Elon. <laughs> and everyone was predicting that Dogecoin would take off Instead to the moon. it's on sale. Yeah, it's on a fire sale. <laughs> um, yeah, which I think is quite funny, to be honest, because... Just goes to show you how short-sighted people can be. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I don't know what what's he doing because I know he like he's been playing around on Twitter, putting out things about buy Dogecoin, uh, you know, invest in cryptocurrency and stuff. Um, I mean, firstly, is that even is that legal? You know, if he's I guess gaming the the system, like the crypto system. So people, mm. yeah, people are debating that um, because yeah, like. Uh, a lot of, a lot of these tweets that gain traction, um, that are potentially yeah could be investigated by the SEC just because yeah it essentially constitutes um, financial advice, but with you know that someone's given it to you that has a vested interest in that, so yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens with those things. I imagine absolutely fuck all. Oh uh, god, yeah, because he'll he's just, yeah just walk away because he's I rich. To be. I mean, we could delve into Elon a little bit more, <laughs> and some of his more controversial moments. But well, such as pedo guy, pedo guy. I didn't want to be the guy to say Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable! You said it. <laughs> Unbelievable, um, Elon. But yeah, I mean, it just well, 
it, like you say, Louis, he'll just walk away, like he yeah. did from Pedo Guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Funny I, guy, though. I quite like Elon. It does yeah. make me laugh. I mean, I guess he's got like he's got enough money to to get away with it. And it's also like he's not necessarily he's not a, a, a traditional celebrity. You know, he's not a celebrity because he's in movies and stuff, so they can't really cancel him. Uh, I guess they could like remove him from his post. Um, I don't know. It's it's a it's a tough one. It's gonna be it'd be tough to cancel Elon. So I think he can get away with saying uh, more controversial things than kind of a regular any other regular celebrity. Has he not been removed from Tesla? I feel like he got what was taken it, off the board it, or something. Yeah, I think, or at least they were trying to. What's um. uh? Oh no! Apparently, still in post. Ah, right. Was it that they were trying to, or they were discussing removing him from his post? Yeah, I think, I think they were trying to remove him from his post, and then I think they said that they made him sign a deal or something that all of his tweets had to be signed off. But I think he's obviously <laughs> just sacked that off. Um, he's done a Trump. He's done a Trump. Yeah. Next thing you know, he'll be on Trump's platform. <laughs> um. But yeah, Elon Elon currently has one hundred pounds of my money on a Cybertruck pre order. Yeah, I forgot about that. Is um so what's the what's the latest on Cybertruck? Is that so they put they took the prototype to New York for Saturday Night Live, so it's still happening. Um I think the production timeline's been pushed back a bit, so I think it's now end of twenty twenty one. Right. Um so yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh, but, still, end of 2021. That's, mm. that's not long. But then I think that's probably... I got on the bandwagon for one quite late on. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, even if it's next year, it could be quite fun. But I think they're having... Tr- I think they're talking about a different model of it over here in the UK because I think it's actually too big for most UK roads. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. See what happens. Um, but, yeah, if it... If it comes to fruition can bundle in there and turn it into a camper for a week lads weekend away sounds good sounds good yeah. what more could you want confined space three lads <laughs> that's what i've always wanted yeah i just can't quit you guys can't quit won't quit um let's address uh lewis's get up today um i mean he's wearing a, a firstly a hoodie that looks like it's him on it um, mm. He he did clarify before the show that it's not him, but um, but it does look like you. It is. It does have your handsome face. Um, you're wearing pajama bottoms. Are you wearing slippers today? Nope. Just uh, just my socks today. Are those mm. pajama bottoms Christmas related? No, it's a monster, isn't it? Creature. Oh. Creature. Sorry, it's not monster. It looked like, look like Christmas baubles oh. on my screen. <laughs> It's just it's just plastered in creature. Uh, that's just his nuts. Yeah, that's just his other baubles. Uh, they're my tree <laughs> decorations. Um, yeah, the, the the hoodie is just uh, for anyone who's um, waste equally wasting the majority of their waking hours on TikTok. Uh, you'll probably have seen videos by Josh Morris, and this is a lovely Josh Morris hoodie that my girlfriend bought me. So. Um, I can't do his face as well as he does, uh, but obviously he's got a lot of practice because all his videos are just this face. Um, uh, did you watch the boxing, Barney? 
Um, Canelo Saunders. I've seen the highlights this morning, um, briefly before the before you started recording. Uh, what a fight! Yeah, very very good fight. Um, Ab- two absolute titans going at it. Um, yeah, just, I really wanted Saunders to win. Yeah, um, but <laughs> have you seen? I just love how quickly people get on anything that they can memeify. Mm. Have you seen the meme of the uppercut being compared to Marge Simpson? <laughs> no, I've not seen that. Have you ever thought there would be a way to get rich quick which actually works? Ever wanted to wake up one morning and feel like you've won the lottery when you've not even lifted a finger? Looking to take a trip to the moon? What if we told you there was a simple way to achieve all this in one simple press of a button? Introducing Dogebase, where the only tradable coin is Dogecoin. But it now, to the moon! Elon says it's right, so it's right. This rocket has since crashed to the Earth just as hard as the Chinese propulsion rocket since the time of writing. Please invest wisely and with caution. This is in no way financial advice and we don't don't take responsibility for any financial losses. (laughs) I had a typo. It should have said buy it now. Fuck. (laughs) But it now. But it now. I think it's funnier. (laughs) But it now. But it now. But it now. But it now. Have you seen the picture of Jake Paul's actual face after the whole gotcha hat moment? I've not. It's it's smashed. Is it? Yeah, he's got like a busted nose, proper black eye. God, he really does look like such a c***, doesn't he? <laughs> like, it, it it really does surprise me every time I see it. Like, I'm, I know he is. Like, I know he is one. And I know he looks like one. But then I'll see a picture of him. And I'm like, he really, like, there's... There's a subreddit called Punchable Faces that just just, it's just people list. with punchable faces. I don't even know if he qualifies for that subreddit because he's too. It would set the bar too high. He's just such a, like. I'm just looking at a picture of him now, with his fucking stupid watch, his fucking stupid low hanging t-shirt, his stupid fucking face. He's just what a. C- so I can't find the comparison image, but basically this is the punch that it's being compared to. <laughs> absolutely swinging. Oh dear. You, you, you can just imagine <clears throat> the noises that Marge is making while uppercutting. Just... Homie. <clears throat> Homer. Homer. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah. How is everyone planning on spending their Sunday? Changing nappies. Do you not just let them shit in your hand now? No, it was a one-time deal. Fair. Uh, I did let him do it the once, and I was like, everyone gets one. I, I haven't thought, had my one yet. Uh, no. Come over I've later not, today, you even, can have it. I've not even been asked. <laughs> I, did, I thought you'd just do it, you know, when, when you feel like yeah. it. No one's ever offered you before. Maybe you should start, um, we should start like a money saving tips podcast as well. Because I feel like getting a baby to shit in your hands saves a lot of money on nappies. Obviously, you've got to weigh that up with the, the, the added cost of hand soap, sanitizer, um, washing hand towels and stuff. So, I mean. But what if you put a squirt of anti back on your hand? before oh shit does that just kill all bacteria oh shit 
literally oh shit wow oh my we're onto something here i mean everyone's got anti back at the moment because of covid yeah eventually you're probably not going to need well fingers crossed you're not going to need it give me another thought as well right talking about covering your hands i don't know what the going rate is for pva glue at the minute what you could do is you know slather a bit on wait for that to dry baby shits in your hand peel it off but the thing is, you could also encapsulate the shit in yes. the PVA glue. Yes, you could like pull up the corners yeah. and like wrap it into a little sort of doggy bag. Barney's producing a CAD drawing as we speak for, <laughs> for patent filing. You can either 3D print it going behind him. <laughs> it's just a hand with a shit in it. <laughs> It'd be like some wanky house art. Just yeah. 3D print, printed hand with a shit. Talking of wanky house art. On Friday, I brought um, a pair of cherubs, and oh one of them God, is farting, is. farting in the face of the other cherub. I was lucky enough to see this in person. I mean, uh, safe to say, actually, it went down better than expected when the cherubs were presented. <laughs> that being said, they're still in their boxes and not on show. Um, yeah. But yeah, if anyone's interested in said farting cherubs, they're made by a brand called Fucking Awesome. Um, but yeah, search them up. They're quite fun. Also, they're like a decent set of comedy cherubs. It's not... It's not I, th- I thought you meant you'd just like stop by a garden centre and got some... No, no. It's, it's, <laughs> they're made specifically. My favourite part of the whole... Um, Are they custom? No. My favourite part of the whole piece is actually that you have to insert the fart cloud into the anus of one of the cherubs that is farting. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah. It's cute. Um, it is quite cute, actually. That's that's exactly how I presented it. I was like, look at how cute they are. You can't not like them. <laughs> it's yeah, true. They're just in a box behind me. Yeah. So, Lou, what are you doing today? Uh, my parents are yeah, coming course. to Cheltenham to visit. Um which will be nice. I've not seen them for all, well since Christmas, so nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. So we've got got a day of um, rambling around uh, the Cotswolds with them, which would be nice. And then, I mean, there's not really much you can do at the minute, is there? Because of all the things still restricted to outdoors, and we live in the UK, so it's a, and it's wet <laughs> and it's wet all the time. Wet, it's so um, damn wet. Which is really a shame because. As we started recording this podcast, the sun was beaming. Um, it's still there, but it's, um, you know, for people who are afraid of the inevitable burnout of the star that keeps our life going on this planet, um, the, it's still there. It's just behind um considerable quantity of clouds. To the moon. <laughs> to the moon. Hoddle. Hoddle. Well, that's the thing. Go Sorry. Ahead. I was just going to go back to Dogecoin. Is it's the you know you technically you only lose money if you sell, right? Exactly. Um, if you hold on to it forever, it's you got not lost got, anything. I mean, it's got backers. It's got Elon and it's got Mark Cuban. So, you know, yeah. As you say, you haven't lost any money until you close your position. Literally, yeah. you got to close that position, boy. Better close it quick. Just going to close so many positions. Snap it shut. Um. Yeah. But it's the same with all crypto, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think obviously we're not a we're not financial advisors, but um, some of these meme coin things are very they're fun to, to sort of take part in, uh, as long as people aren't going out and investing their life savings in things. 
but um, I mean, even Elon said that. Yeah, well, it's just it's just sometimes it's just fun to go along for the ride, isn't it? It's, it is essentially at that level with all of it. It is it's pretty much gambling because no one really knows what's going to happen with any of them. Um, but it's an interesting space. Like there's some, and there are some actual functional coins that look like they could do very well in the future um, and continue to do well. So it's it's a difficult one because it is just gambling essentially at this stage because people are just sinking money into things that sound funny. Well, that's the thing. And I think that's uh, the reason that a lot of people uh, and the the crash of, well, it's not a crash, the dip in Doge mm. is because everyone invested before Saturday Night Live expecting it to go through the roof. Yeah. And obviously when it didn't, everyone started panic selling. Which yeah, exactly it that. Dip massively. So they're kind of making the losses for themselves. Mm. As Lou said, we're not financial advisors, so don't listen to us because yeah. we know fuck all. No, but it, like I think someone on Reddit made a good point this morning, which was, you know, people see these things. And again, like you can get very lucky. You can get super lucky. Like people who bought Bitcoin when they, when it was like less than a cent and people who invest in other coins when they're lower than a dollar and now they're hundreds of dollars. But people... Yeah, you know, you still do hear the horror stories, but there's not, you know, you don't hear about people losing 500 quid, a grand or whatever. You know, the, the, the losing stories are the ones where, you know, people invest their life savings into Bitcoin, then it crashes and horrible things happen. But um, yeah, I think it's just, just to be, it's just knowing what you're getting into, right? It's like, don't put money in that you couldn't afford to lose or that well, you wouldn't exactly necessarily that, miss. Yeah. And anything you get over that is a bonus. Just, yeah. Have uh, have you ever invested in cryptocurrency, Lewis? I have, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you invest in? Uh, I've got Litecoin, so I'm holding on to some of that, nice. um, and that's doing really well at the minute. So that's that's good, and I've had that for a couple of years, which is so that's doing doing all right. And then, uh, yeah, the uh, to 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 latch onto the bait with my stupid little mouth. Um, <laughs> On, yeah, I also it. take the bait. I've got half a Bitcoin sitting on a laptop somewhere in my parents' attic, um, oh. which I mean I don't even know if it is still in the attic. It's probably in a landfill somewhere. Um, they're from South Wales, so if anyone was desperate, they could probably go hunting around. <laughs> Here's uh, their address. Some of those, uh, <laughs> some of those landfills, it's, and it's see if there's a identification. Yeah, I mean there, there may be, you know. I imagine the hard drive that that's on is is uh, is perished. Is perished. Well, do you, do you, well, talking about landfills in Wales and Bitcoin, I mean, your half a Bitcoin pales in comparison to. Have you read about that guy who had? I think it was about two hundred million pounds worth of Bitcoin on a laptop, <sighs> which is in a landfill in Newport. So. I'm sure there's plenty of people around Newport that are scrambling around in a landfill. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but they were before. Yeah, <laughs> they were before all of this. And now there are some people looking for Bitcoin as well. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently he offered um, Newport Council £50 million if they would dig up the landfill and locate the laptop, and they said no. Shit. Yeah, I, I'm sure they found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yeah. just kept it quiet. Yeah, uh, no, we're yeah. good. We're good. No, we can't. We can't help you. Sorry. Yeah. Just as he, they pull up to their council meetings in their brand new Ferraris. Do you know what though? <laughs> would you know what would really suck is if they did dig it up 
and they spent all this money digging up the landfill, which would probably be into the millions anyway. And he finally gets it, has to hold up his end of the bargain, and realizes he doesn't know the password. <laughs> One final attempt, and it locks the whole wallet and crushes the Bitcoin. <laughs> the most expensive used hard drive that's ever been sold. Mm. <laughs> well, what about you, Rich? Have you um have you ever bought cryptocurrency? Yes, Barney, I have. Oh, would you like me to gobble up the bait as well? I'd like. I'd rather that you did. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, I had Bitcoin and I sold it. Uh, For a tidy profit. Sold, uh, no, I did not, Barney. But that's exactly what you wanted to hear. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I sold, I sold my Bitcoin for. Uh, I think my total profit was probably about twenty five pounds. Oh. Um, and then when I checked, it would have been worth about two grand. Ah, plus. Ah, that, yeah, that's much more money. Mm, oh, is. It is a lot more money. Um, yeah, thanks Thanks for that. It's not as much as half a Bitcoin, though, is it? Oh, God, no. So, no. Lost I mean, win. It gets worse, though, when you think about decisions that you should... Like, when the people say, you know, that everything's a risk, obviously, but if you're going to make a decision, you should... Obviously, don't just dive straight in, but you need to sort of think fairly quickly because... Yeah, it's it's so upsetting just looking at some of those timelines and you're like, oh, I was going to invest this much money in this coin knowing that if you'd done that six months ago or a year ago that you wouldn't need a job now. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Mm, it is, it is. And that's, and that's what's easy to remember. It's, it's difficult to remember is that you've got to, um, you've got to take all these success stories with a pinch of salt because there are plenty more people that outnumber these success stories that have had a pretty shit time with this stuff so you just go you know we're like we're lucky i would say like you know yeah we it would be very nice to have thirty five thousand dollars or whatever it is worth right now but um oh well just to just for everyone's benefit whilst he's saying this there is a single tear rolling down the side of lou's face <laughs> <laughs> um, in other news I was thinking and I'm putting this out live shall we watch Scott Pilgrim versus the world as our next movie oh let me let me think I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead oh, and yes. say absolutely fucking yeah. yes yeah I'm, I mean okay. it's so what is it 11 years now since it released yeah we we haven't actually while. touched on this in the podcast have we but we've talked about this offline um, they they are re-releasing it. Um, they're releasing some some um anniversary packs, and also I think a, a handful of US theaters are getting a uh, a full screening again. Um, which is a shame. I don't think we're getting that here. But yeah, that film is so so good. I remember. Uh, my memories of this film are going to the cinema to see it with one of my good uni friends uh, because he was desperate to see it and I had no clue what it even was but um, he was going to go on his own and he was like do you want to come and I was like yeah why not you know don't know anything about this movie and was very very pleasantly surprised Um, I mean I think if I knew if I'd known it was Edgar Wright going in I would have had high high hopes for it anyway but yeah that movie that movie is just excellent like comedic timing's brilliant 
Visuals are just phenomenal. Um, Casting is great. Music's just mm. it just unbelievable. So so good. Um, I was just and- about. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say. I was just about to. Uh, I actually had a message this morning that they just dropped the 4K Ultra HD Steelbook, and I've just gone to buy it. And it's actually sold out already. Wow. Oh shit! Which is it's going to be on eBay for a grand this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't even surprise me. Well, because me and Rich were looking at this um, a couple of, might even be a couple of months ago now. Mm. It, it, yeah, it was a couple of months ago. Um, they re-released, they're releasing two like sort of collector's editions. They're about, I think they're like 100 quid each or something. Or one's, I think one's like 50 quid. The other one's 100 and something. But only the more expensive one has the uh, Brie Larson vocal version of Black Sheep, which is a shame because... Um, as much as I love Metric, that version is better. Yes, I agree. Um, but yeah, it's it's, oh, it's such a good movie. So yeah, we can we can absolutely watch that next. Um, that's I yeah, agree. Do do a rewatch of that. Fantastic! I'm actually so excited. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I can now buy that steelbook on eBay. Uh, bearing in mind it was £25. Oh, no. Uh, I can now buy it for the nice sum of £175. Jesus. Fucking hell. Fucking scalpers. <laughs> Fucking scalpers. Fucking scalpers. Um, but yeah. Oh, I'm actually really looking forward to watching that. Yeah. Absolutely. Music movies. Are you, are you referring to musicals? The sound no, of music? I, no, I'm not. I'd rather... Like Elton John? Rocket um, Man is on Netflix right now. Yeah, I've not actually it's, seen that yet. It's very good. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'll am i give it a go at some point. Um, I was more referring to just, just movies that... Uh, that non, non-musical movies that have, that have very good soundtracks, such as Scott Pilgrim. Baby Driver... Baby, Baby Driver is a very uh, good one. I really like the soundtrack to Drive. Mm-hmm. Drive is excellent. Um, Jiu-Jitsu, that was really good. Yeah, uh, Greatest <laughs> Showman. Greatest Showman's very good. Moana. Yeah. Mo- oh, Moana. Moana is... Listening to the rock sing is, yeah. Do you see the video he did, he posted recently, there was a, a dad approached him saying that uh, like for the last three years he'd been singing... You're welcome to his um, two children to get them to go to sleep, and immediately the rock's just like, "Have you got your phone on you?" And then he just turns on the camera and just starts singing it. Uh, so you know, uh, he's he's a cool guy. Yeah, I love the yeah, I love the beef between him and Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, that's fucking brilliant. So funny, so nice. Uh, I rewatched Click uh, oh, yeah. the other day. Click. I forgot. Oh, is that the one with Adam Sandler? Is it is. We we yeah. briefly touched on Adam Sandler the other week uh, and how he just kind of makes movies to to go on holidays with his pals. And mm-hmm. uh, I I quite enjoyed Click. Uh, I forgot how how much I enjoyed it until I rewatched it. Obviously, um, Christopher Walken is in it. I love Christopher. Oh, Walken. I don't remember that. He he makes everything better. 
I still think my favorite moment of Christopher Walken ever is the um, music video that he does for he did for Fatboy Slim. Yeah, that's very good. And before Lewis gets in to say it, I'm going to say my favorite Christopher Walken uh, scene is from Seven Psychopaths, um, and it's when spoilers, uh, someone's someone's pointing a gun at him, and I, I can't remember. It was something like "Put your hands up." Uh, towards Christopher Walken and he just goes no <laughs> and it's just kind of this whole this back and forth about him getting and put his hands up he's like why I've, I've got a gun like, I, I don't want to <laughs> it's so it's just <laughs> just plays such it, a cool guy yeah his 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 role in that movie is just I mean yeah again spoiler I'm not, I'm not going to say anything specifically but spoilers and if you haven't seen it what just just cancel all the plans that you had for today and find it mm. um yeah his 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 role throughout that movie his character's just just fucking superb and especially considering it's like a supporting character you know it's not it's not the lead but it's such a strong character um he's got some great lines and he's mm. Yeah, it plays a really good part in it. Um, it's a really well cast movie through and through. It's a really well told story as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, as as Lewis said, whatever you have to do to watch it, I'd recommend watching Seven Psychopaths. It's also probably I mean, he's been in a very good range of movies, but it, I think Sam Rockwell in that movie is probably probably my favourite role of his as well. Yeah, he's very good. Just a very good movie, and the soundtrack. I love, I love that version of. Um, is it first cut? Is the deepest? Uh, yeah, I think so. It is, I think. Yeah, that plays at the start, um, with the the hitman scene. It's it's just a good movie. So yeah, watch it now. Guardians of the Galaxy, great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Which one? Yeah, uh, I prefer one. Mm-hmm. The two, two is also all right, but not the best. I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, uh, the soundtrack for that is very strong. It's like very, um, it's like strong handpicked songs. And then it, I don't know, it's like the second one is kind of almost. I mean, there's good tracks on it, but it's kind of riding on the coattails of Volume One a little bit. Yeah, I, agreed. I'll save my my. Th- I would say going into too too much detail with my thoughts on Marvel stuff because um, I think it'll make an interesting podcast in the fu- in the very near future because I think I've got four movies left of the run through. Oh, um, how exciting for you! Yeah, uh, but I will say that um, yeah, not to spoil too much of of my thoughts, but a lot of the movies that I originally had very poor thoughts on, I've actually changed my mind quite considerably on some of them. Um, having now watched them in order or, you know, in the chronological order. Uh, but I would say that I, I really didn't enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when I went to see it in the cinema. And I enjoyed it a lot more the second time around. Um, but I think, I agree, with the, with the soundtrack, I think, to me, it almost felt like Guardians of the Galaxy was doing its own thing. Like, the soundtrack was just, um, just you know, it was part of the the movie itself as in uh, it was written in because it felt right for that movie and it told the story obviously it, it really it was the whole point of the connection 
um, of uh, Peter Quill and his mother, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like the driving force behind all the decisions he makes uh, in that movie. But I think that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 felt a bit more like, oh, you know, the soundtrack did really well in the first one. We should probably come up with some good shit in the second one. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of movies suffer from that. I think a lot of a lot of media suffers from that, where they try and pinpoint what has done well in the first instalment, and almost by putting focus on that in the net in the later instalments, it almost detracts from what made it good in the first one. So it's almost like you know, it, yeah, okay, the soundtrack was very upfront in in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not trying to say that it was a subtle nuance of the movie that there's a that there was a soundtrack. It's very obvious, but I think it almost they played it up too much mm. or they tried to find songs that just didn't I mean it, it was good. It was good. Like they, it wasn't yeah. a bad soundtrack by any means. But yeah, the first one felt a bit more organic, I think. Yeah. And the second movie was still quite a good movie. Mm. Like I think yeah, there was yeah. really good character development in it. And it, I really loved Drax's character in uh, Guardians Two. Like he I think he was probably my favourite character yeah, of the movie. I think so. I just love that scene on the ship where he's just, he's eating, it's like a bag of crisps or something. I'm moving so slowly. <laughs> I'm moving so slowly that I'm invisible <laughs> to the naked eye. <laughs> I just love that. Um, spoil- spoilers, of course. But when he's, um, I can't remember her name now, the bug woman. No, that's her name. Yeah, bug, bug, bug woman. woman, and she's talking. Obviously, they make the joke about um, her being so ugly, and at the very at the very end, again, spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy two, but at the end, um, when they're just like standing there, like looking across the planet, and Drax is like, "You are beautiful," on, on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just it's a good movie. They both are. I'm looking forward to the third one. I also mm. saw Bradley Cooper's. Um, uh, sort of process of how he was um, voicing Rocket and got a lot of respect for him because he, he really went in went all in when he was doing the actual voice acting like he's very animated in the uh, in the vo- in the vocal booth but, in the um, booth. and apparently they did they used a lot of his like that wasn't intentional as in like they weren't going to use him for mocap and I don't th- I'm, not, I'm not saying that they actually did I don't think they actually ever did put a mocap suit on him but the animators used his his body language and, and the way he was moving while he was doing the performance to to um to inform how how Rocket moved, which is did really they cool. Do the same for Vin Diesel. Oh, did they? No, I said did they. Oh, I don't know. I could just imagine just Vin Diesel walking around like Vin Diesel was kind of a waste in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> they could have this, uh, they could have had anyone <laughs> just go. I am Groot. Every time it comes up, be like. And Vin Diesel as Groot, you're like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. Basically gets paid, I can't even remember, I think it was like something, it was stupid money. I can't remember off the top of my head how much money, but he basically has recorded two lines. First is, I am Groot. The second is, we We are Groot. Groot. It's five words, right? It's just, they probably, they probably didn't even uh, get him to re-record the word Groot. It's one take. Andy Serkis would have just done it for like a Snickers bar. (laughs) (laughs) God. I like the idea that, um, because there's a rule, isn't there? I don't know if it's the Screenwriters Guild. It wouldn't be the Screenwriters Guild, but it's like when when you're in a movie in America, um, 
it's essentially a union to make sure that everyone gets paid fairly. So I think I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that you're you're not allowed to be in a movie for free. So you're not you have to get paid something. And I can't remember the rules around it, but essentially it's it's there to sort of make sure that there's no precedent set of people getting you know getting shafted when they do extra work and all this sort of stuff. Mm. Um, I like the idea that Vin Diesel recorded it. Just as just as a, just as a whim, like he was just with, he just came in with Bradley and was just like, it's oh, re- you know, he just recorded your, it on his phone. Look at that tree, like I am Groot, and then um, and then they were like, well, we have to pay you something. He's just like, I don't know, ten mil. <laughs> Seems fair. <laughs> Maybe times that by five. He got paid fifty four point five million dollars. <laughs> Fucking hell, that is ridiculous. Oh, I mean, what? what? I, ha- Surely that's got to be the biggest. Like surely that's got to be the highest VO fee ever paid to somebody for the amount of lines recorded. That's ridiculous. But, uh, he here. Uh, <laughs> did he do the mo? Did he? He must have done motion capture. He couldn't. That's ten million a word. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Does he Fuck. even speak in the second movie? Uh, he do- yeah. Oh he yeah, does. he does. Yeah, yeah. Barely. Maybe it was because he um they didn't actually do any vocal effects. Maybe he does actually do the baby group voice. So maybe it was just so ta- tasking on his vocal cords to go from uh, his classic Vin Diesel voice to like, oh, I'm grouped. <laughs> yeah, actually, all- they could have just used that. That was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he uh, yeah, it was just VO work. He didn't. He didn't do any motion. Fuck. He literally. You can just imagine Vin Diesel rocking up at the at the vocal booth. They've got everything set up, and he's just got his Starbucks in his hand. <laughs> and he just walks in, and they're just like, "Right, you ready?" He's like, ah, "I am Groot." And then he's like, "Yeah, we we good. All right, yeah. see you later." So, just final point on this was when. Uh, so in an interview, he actually said that when he arrived for recording, he was given a script, which was two sides. <laughs> the first side was the line, the lines, I am Groot. And then on the second page, it was just all the instances and the scenarios that he was in that he needed to act those words for. Wow. That was it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Even when you put it that way as well, there was some, the delivery is important, isn't it? Mm. Not that we, not that we were belittling that beforehand, but <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, no. I'd never say that to his face anyway. No, fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. I am, I'm Groot. We're we're Groot, man. Yeah, we're, we're all totally Groot. Groot. Fucking yeah. Groot. You do, you're, you're you fucking do you Groot. <laughs> With Fourth of July just around the corner, what better way to celebrate overseas politics than by spicing up your bedroom antics? The Obama Sutra gives you the power to take back creativity in the bedroom as well as teaching you about important moments that shape the political landscapes of the most powerful country in the world. For just $4.99 a month, you'll gain access to exciting new positions every week that take your sexual independence out of the hands of the Electoral College and back into the hands of you, your partner, and the bloke that comes around every other weekend that your kids know as Uncle Jack. You'll find positions such as the birth certificates... (laughs) Storming the Watergate, pleading the filth, <laughs> pleading the filth, up against the border wall, Barack's turtle, aka coming out of Michelle, 
Make America gape again. The Oval Orifice. And the Yes Daddy Trumpy Wumpy Slap Me Like a Dirty Fucking Liberal. Get 50% off your subscription to the Obama Sutra today. You know what? It's been a really fun episode, guys. It's been nice talking to you. Yeah. It has. It's been nice to catch up. Yeah, a, a week a week is a long time. I've missed you both. Yeah, it is. I was saying to it's Rich that I sat sat at the same desk that my microphone is on the other day, and I, and I, I, I almost missed it. Not <laughs> the mic. I the mic. I saw it very clearly. It's quite. It's in front of my face, but yeah. missed this. Missed this experience. So yeah. Well, next week we'll return with uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. We shall. Um, mm. Obviously, if anyone hits up Instagram, they'll they'll have a massive advantage on our guest the guest this week's movie <laughs> segment. Oh yeah, um, shit. I forgot about that. But uh I, I think that's fine. I think it gives people the opportunity to prove they they're listening <laughs> to all and, episode. Uh, Barney, have you still got those those arms to those aviators? I have still got the arms to the aviators. No one has wanted them yet. So there we go. So if you've listened to it and you know what the what the movie's going to be, then you know, could be up for grabs. Somebody please take these fucking aviator arms. <laughs> I don't want them anymore. <laughs> I don't want Please. They take up so much space. All you have to do is comment. If you're the first person to comment on our next Instagram post after this goes live, you take the arms. <laughs> yeah. You please take, take my arms. arms. You actually get Barney's arms. You get my arms. And they're great. Yeah. Well, it's been, it's been emotional chaps, yeah. as always. Yeah. Um, looking forward to recording again soon yes let's uh um, let's let's do this again yeah we i think should. i think so yeah right. it's been fun maybe regularly right. well thanks Who for knows? listening everyone yeah thanks everyone right. bye 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 bye, bye. bye.